Hello. Good morning. Magandang umaga po. Ni hao ma? Or other all other languages next time. Okay, so what are you, what are we celebrating tomorrow? Wrong. Sale. Sa Macy's. Sale sa Best Buy. Amen? Okay, so tomorrow is Memorial Day. Okay, let's watch this video. morning we wanted to honor our soldiers, those who fought for the freedom of this country and even for the freedom of our country in the Philippines. Okay, we would like to ask one, two of our soldiers who are here. Actually, the other one is uh, 
a parent. Okay? Let's call Timmy. Okay? We would like to pray for our soldiers or the representatives of the soldiers. And Brother Romy, we'll be praying for Jaja. Come Brother Romy, please. Do we have other soldiers here or veterans? If you have a relative who is in the military, or you yourself might be in the military, I'd like you to come forward. You know, as I was watching the video, I was reminded that our freedoms here, especially in the United States, are bought and paid for by the blood of men and women who fought that we could exercise the freedoms that we're experiencing today. See, nothing is free. And again, as I was watching it, we celebrate death of men and women without whose death we're not free. Do you know of someone else who did that? The Lord Jesus Christ died. He purchased salvation for us. We are no longer under bondage. We have been set free from the law of sin and death. Why? Because Jesus Christ died so that we could have these freedoms. Today, we honor young men and women who sacrificed their life in defense of our freedoms. Timmy here, who is in the National Guard, he just came from his animal training. And Romy here represents his son Jack. His son Jack is a captain. He flies the Cobra attack helicopter. And he was recently deployed to Afghanistan. And we know if you watch the news that many things continue to happen in Afghanistan. So we don't know when our young men and women will be called up to the front lines. But on Memorial Day, we honor all who have gone before them, all who are in the military, who are there ready, willing, and able to defend our freedoms. And even as we honor the men and women, let us also remember, not only on Memorial Day, but every day, Let's, mem- let's remember what Jesus Christ has done for us. Even as we pray for Timmy and for Jack, represented by his father, Romy. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these young men. Thank you, Lord, that they're sacrificing so that we could continue to exercise the freedoms that we have. Lord, do not allow us to take for granted these freedoms, Lord, because these freedoms were purchased by blood, by lives, lost in defense of liberty and freedom. Lord, I pray for Timmy that you continue to use him, Lord God. Make him a good model as he has just been to the military, Lord God. We pray especially, Lord, for Jack, who is right now perhaps even in harm's way, Lord. We don't know how evil the men there in Afghanistan are. But we know that whether Timmy or Jack, wherever they are, Lord, your spirit is with them. And it is your spirit that can protect them better than us parents can protect them, Lord. So this morning, Father, we honor them. We, we remember all the members of the military who, who sacrificed their lives 
lost their families, Lord God, shed their blood for the freedoms that we have. And in honor of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we remember what you did, Lord Jesus, on the cross. You shed your blood for the forgiveness of our sins. You carried our sins on your body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. Lord Jesus, we remember you also this day. Be blessed, Lord God, as we honor the young men and women of the military. For all these we ask and pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Let's congratulate our young men and women. Okay, good morning again. Uh, for those who don't know me, nagulat ako kanina, ang daming bisita, no? Normally, I'm used to smaller crowds. One, two, three, four, five. But since there are more than 20, my heart starts to palpitate. Okay? Uh, although sanay ako sa Wawawi, pero dito kasi medyo kakaiba eh. Okay, I'm Reggie Hernandez. I work with a youth group here in CCF. Okay, uh, so I was tasked this morning to share the Word of God. Okay? So sabihin mo sa katabi mo, tell your neighbor, don't sleep. Okay? Dahil lalapit ako dun sa natutulog mamaya. Amen? Okay, uh, we just celebrated Mother's Day, right? And we have a family friend. Uh, this family friend of ours got three kids, three sons actually. The eldest son gave his mother a brand new house. Wow. The second son gave his mother a brand new car. Wow. And then the third son said, you know, my mom is already having difficulty reading the Bible, and I want my mom to exercise the presence of God. I want my mom to, you know, to be intimate with God. But instead of giving her the Bible, since she's having difficulty reading, I just give her a trained parrot who can quote the whole Bible. Wow. Okay, so after last night, I spoke to, to this family friend, and the mother said, wow, I don't like the, the gift that my son gave me. The house is too big. There are five rooms and I am just by myself. Okay, then the second son, the second gift, and, 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 and she said, the second gift that I got from my son, I don't like it either. The gas is too high. So I don't like it. But my favorite gift is the parrot. You know, the chicken is so nice. Uh, one more? <laughs> oh, joke time na lang tayo. Wala asa may nakakuha. Okay. Who among you here got secrets? I was watching a movie the other day. No, I was watching Nikita last night. I'm sorry. You guys are watching Nikita? Okay, it was Nikita's birthday the other day anyway. Okay, I was watching Nikita and uh, uh, they were inside the oval, the oval room of uh, the White House. There were secret things that were being discussed inside that, that office. You know, it's good if we can probably go inside the White House and listen to the secret things that President Obama and his closing aides are talking about, right? Or probably even sit with Pinoy 
and you know, get the secret things that he's discussing with the members of the cabinet. You know, God has some secrets too. Unfortunately, not all Christians are able to get the secret things from God. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 29.29, the secret things belong to the Lord. But don't you know that we can also listen and hear or have the privilege of listening to the secret things that God has in store for us? The only way we can have that is when we are intimate with God. I am reminded in Psalms 25 verse 14, it says, The secret of the Lord have they who fear, in some translation it says, who has that intimate relationship with God, and he will show them his covenant and reveal to them its meaning. Do you want the secret things of God revealed to you? Kung sino mo papangasawa mo? Do you want to know that? Then let us be intimate with God. Because when we are intimate with God, God speaks to us. Amen? So what is intimacy? We've been talking about pursuing intimacy with God. Last week, we heard the message from Pastor Joby and he mentioned or he shared to us about a surrendered life. A surrendered life is something that, you know, you give, you surrender yourself to God and you are able to hear from God and you follow what God tells you to do. A surrendered life. And he also mentioned a submissive life. What's the difference between surrendered and submissive life? Sometimes you surrender, but deep down inside your heart, ayoko tong gawin. But you just surrender. But a submissive heart, you do it gladly. Okay? He also mentioned about spending time with God. We will never experience quality time with God if we don't spend much time with the Lord. So, what is intimacy? We've been talking intimacy since early of this year. Since January, I believe. So, what is intimacy? Don't tell me, pakiulit na sa simula. Okay? So, intimacy is having that fellowship, that closeness with God. Sometimes it's difficult to comprehend that the king of the universe that the king of the universe would like to be intimate with you. Imagine if one day President Obama would call one of us and say, hey, can you come to the Oval Office and let's have breakfast? Wouldn't that be a rare opportunity? But you know, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the god of the universe is telling you right now, I want to have that intimacy with you. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Looks like nobody's excited. Amen! Sumagot naman kayo. Ang hirap magsalita na walang sumasagot. Amen! So, God wants to be intimate with us. God wants to be close with you because God wants to share His secrets to you. Amen? Okay, now, the Bible in Ephesians 5 provides us or gives us an analogy of what intimacy is. Who are married couples here? Okay, married couple. Okay, so you will understand this. Ephesians chapter 5, 
Let's read starting from verse 25. It says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Kaya hindi gumawa ang Diyos ng mga biyanan. Okay. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. You see, the analogy is the relationship of husbands and wives is also being compared to the relationship of Christ being the head of the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. Kaya yung mga lalaki, kung bumibili kayo ng lotion para sa sarili nyo, bilan nyo rin ng lotion ng asawa nyo. In this way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. Now, Pastor Joby opened the sermon last Sunday by asking, how is our intimacy with God? How is your intimacy with your spouses? Now, there are litmus paper tests that we can discuss this morning that will tell us whether we are intimate with God or even with our spouses. Are you here this morning? What's the first test? It's the test of communication. Diba pag mag-asawa, when you guys are married, you love to talk to each other? Little things. Kahit pa ulit-ulit. Kahit nagkakakulitan. You just want to talk to your wife. Or you just want to talk to your husband. Or, or hello? Anybody here? Or pag dumarating yung asawa, huwag, ingay-ingay mo, tahimik ka nga riyan. No, but if we love our wives, if we are intimate with our spouses, what do we want? We wanted to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk to them. Same way is our Fellowship with God. We wanted to talk to God. Prayer becomes something that is exciting. Prayer is not parusa. It is not... Ito na naman, magpe-pray na naman. Okay? You wanted to talk to God. Kuminsin hindi ka na maawat because you wanted to fellowship with God. So that's the first test. The second test is the test of companionship. Okay? The test of companionship. May joke ako rin, pero mamaya na. Okay? You know, when you love your, your spouses, you just want your spouse to be with you all the time. Right? Wala na ata rito nun, ah. Okay? Di ba you love to always be with your wife? Kumisan di ka makatulog if your wife is not beside you. 
Amen? Husbands? Amen. Wives? So you want, you want your spouses to be with you always. I remember when me and my wife just got married. Okay, we went to Shumart. So, magka-holding hand. Diba? Tapos sabi ko sa wife ko, pakitanggal mo nga yung kamay mo sa kamay ko. Sabi niya, bakit? Eh, baka makakita mo pagkama lang tayong mag-asawa. <laughs> no, but kidding aside, we wanted the companion of our spouses. So, same is true with our fellowship with God. We always, to be, we always want to be in the presence of God. We always want to linger in His presence. Sometimes hindi maawat-awat ang Bible reading. You said, I'm going to read five chapters only. Okay, but you extended to ten chapters. You extended to fifteen chapters. And you enjoyed the presence of God. So that's the second test of intimacy. The third test of intimacy is service. Service. Gusto mong paglingkuran yung iyong asawa. You wanted to serve your husband. You wanted to serve your wife. Even if you have to wake up very early in the morning and cook peace offering to your husband. You know what peace offering is? Huh? Burned, burned egg. Burned, uh, burned bacon. Okay, so even if you wake up early in the morning to do that peace offering, you enjoy doing it. You enjoy serving your spouses. Amen for the guys? Nung bago kasal kami, Hindi pa masyadong usong washing machine I have to hand wash. I enjoy washing the clothes of my wife. Okay? I'm not a member of Uhaw, by the way. I will tell you what Uhaw later is. Fear. Fear that you will not please your wife. Fear that you will not please your husband. Okay? Hindi ito yung Uhaw. What is Uhaw? It is the union of husbands afraid of their wives. Okay, it's not that. But you're afraid to displease your spouses. You wanted to please your spouse because you love, you wanted to be intimate with your, with your wife or with your spouse. Same is true with God. You don't want to sin. Every time you sin, every time you stumble, oh Lord, I'm sorry. Because you wanted to please God. You don't want to please man, but you wanted to please the Lord. And the last test is the test of giving. There's a popular saying that you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. When you love somebody, you wanted to give. You wanted to give sweet nothing. You wanted to give small piece of note. Okay, you wanted to give small gifts. When I was dating my wife, I loved to give roses. Kayon sabi ng asawa ko, saan yung roses ko? Okay, I wanted to give her cards. Ngayon ang ginagawa natin, punta na lang tayo sa bookstore o pakibasa. Okay, but with God, we enjoy giving. We enjoy giving our tea, we enjoy opening our wallet and giving to the Lord. Amen? So that is the last test of intimacy. So this morning, we will talk about our wallet.
I am pretty sure that this topic is somehow controversial to a lot of people. Okay, because in our previous religions, we've been taught na kinukuha natin yung barya, pag malakas ang tunog sa offering plate, that's okay, right? The noisier it is on the offering plate, the better. Dahil ang binibigyan natin kay Lord, puro barya. And there's, a, there's been a survey done, and I do, just don't know the statistics. It's showing that, you know, a lot of Christians, I'm glad they are not from CCF, okay, they give more to the waiter than to church. Sometimes, ang binibigay lang natin sa church is just a tip. Pero sa waiter, malaking tip. I remember when we were new here, we had lunch at Tofu House in Wilshire Boulevard. After we ate, the food was really good. After we ate, we went straight to the car. I don't want to give tip because the service is bad. So after a while, the waiter was running. Sir, sir, sir. Yes. Uh, your tip. Okay. Hiningi talaga yung tip. So reluctantly, he gave the tip. But you know, I'm sad, sad to say, a lot of Christians are like that. We give 10 bucks a tip to the waiter. Sa offering plate, meron pa akong 2 dollars dito. Put it there. Okay, so this morning, we will talk about giving. It is the wallet test. Have you seen a wallet? Huh? Everybody's seen a wallet, right? So we will test your wallet today. Why is it that the Bible talks of prosperity, money, giving, or blessings? Okay? Money is such an important topic in the Bible. In fact, in fact, last, yesterday I went, I have a software, it's a computer Bible. I tried to check on the number of times that money, blessings, or prosperity mentioned in the in the Bible. And I'm surprised. It's close to 3,000 verses. There are about 280 verses and there are close to 3,000 words that are, that mentions about money, giving, blessings, or prosperity. In fact, if you look at the parables of Jesus, it said that 15% okay, refers to money, blessings, prosperity, or giving. Why is that? It's because there is a correlation, there is a relationship between our spiritual life and money. Bible says that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. If your wallet is in the shopping mall, you always want to go to the shopping mall because that's where your heart is. If your heart is on food, you spend a lot of your money buying food. If your heart is on fashion, you spend a lot of money buying fancy clothes. If your heart is on technology, you spend a lot of money kahit mangutang ka na buying gadgets. Am I talking sense? But if your heart is with God, 
it doesn't matter if I give a thousand dollars. It doesn't matter if I give two thousand dollars. It doesn't matter if I sacrifice. I am giving it to God. But kayo tahimik. May tao pa ba? Okay? So when your heart is close to God, if you are intimate to God, it doesn't matter if the Lord tells you to give 10,000, I am willing to give 10,000 to God. God wants to prosper you. You know, there's one of the things that our old religion taught us that to be poor is a good Christian virtue. That is a lie from hell. Because God doesn't want you to be poor. God wants you to be blessed. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to be blessed. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Okay. Let's back it up with scriptures. 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. You prosper. Be in health even as your soul prosper. If you notice, okay, it is directly proportional to the status of your soul or to your spiritual life. And God wants you to prosper. Another one. 2 Corinthians 9.11 You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Now, I'd like to qualify this. God wants to make you rich. God wants you to be a millionaire. But being rich, God doesn't give that blessing for you to accumulate that and use it for yourself. God is giving that to you so that you will be an agent of blessing to others. Amen? Gusto ng Diyos, ipamigay mo yung iyong sasakyan. Because God wants you to be a blessing. God doesn't want you to be rich so that you will earn interest, just interest in your bank. Of course, God, that's good. But you know, God doesn't want us to be stingy. God, God wants us to share. You receive, and then you give. You receive, and then you give. And if God sees that attitude in your heart, God is going to bless you. Amen? Deuteronomy 28.13 The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. In fact, it says, I will make you above only and not beneath. Who among you here wants to be the head? Wala ata eh. Who wants to be the head? Who wants to prosper? Who wants people to say, Wow, you're blessed. I want what you have. Or hindi yung pagtanong, Kamusta ka na? Oh, ito. Nagtsatsaga lang. Mahirap. Mas mahirap pa sa daga. Buti pa nga yung daga. Meron lungga. Ako, pinapaalis na ako sa apartment namin. God doesn't want that. 
God wanted to bless you. God wanted you to live in an abundant life. Amen? Tahimik ata ang madlang people. Okay, so God wants to prosper you. There are principles in the Bible that we need to understand. And that is the seed time and harvest principle. Whether you like it or not, this principle will happen. Whether you believe it or not, this principle will happen. Seed time and harvest. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, dry day and night, will never cease. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. And the Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not return to me void. God said it, it is done, it will happen. Whether you agree or you disagree, it doesn't matter. That is a principle. That is a principle and it will happen. Let's consider 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Remember, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. If you plant more, you will reap, you will reap more. Um, sino sa inyo nakakita ng kamatis? Who of you have seen a tomato? Okay. When you plant a tomato, you plant a seed. Right? But when you harvest, how many tomatoes do you harvest? More. If you plant more tomato seeds, how many tomato you will harvest? Plenty, plenty tomato says. Right? In short, the more you plant, if you plant plenty, you will harvest more. If you have a small garden and you plant little, you will only harvest little. If you give into the kingdom, God is going to give it back to you a hundredfold and even more. Sik-sik, lig-lig, at umaapaw. Okay, let's continue. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give. Not reluctantly. Ano ba naman to? Offering na naman. May babayaran pa nga kong utang. Ito, offering na naman. Not reluctantly. For God loves a cheerful giver. In Greek, cheerful means hilaros. Meaning, he's happy. He gives it on time without any delay. Let's continue. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, in all times, having that you need, you will abound in every good work. The very reason, the very reason why God wants us to give and why God wants us to be blessed is so that we are able to do good works. 
What are these good works? Missions. This is part of good works. You know, in CCF, our pastors, Pastor Danny and Pastor Insong, they don't get a salary from CCF. Your giving does not go to their pockets. Your giving does not go to his car. But your giving goes to the ministry. Why? Because we wanted to extend the love of God to other people. Your giving goes to the ministry. It goes in here. That's why we have this beautiful place. Gusto nyo ba mag-fellowship tayo doon sa walang aircon? Or walang heater? Para pag-winter, lahat tayo nakaganyan? We want to have a nice place, right? This is where your giving goes. We have bridging events. Okay, in fact, when is that going to be, Sister Susan? June 23, lahat ng lalaki, taas ang kamay. Lahat ng lalaki, imbitahan ninyo mga asawa ninyo sa June 23, there's going to be a women's ministry. Okay, and the church is, you know, sponsoring this one. It takes money to have that event. That's where your money goes. That's why we have this nice speaker. We have this, uh, what you call this, overhead projector, etc. So on and so forth. Because the church has money to buy all of this equipment. It doesn't go to the family of our pastors. They are self-sufficient. God is providing for all of their needs. Amen? That's the very reason why God wants to bless you. So that you can give. And when you give, we are able to do good work. Amen? We are doing good works so that what? We are able to bring people to Christ. We don't do good works so that we become Christians. No. We are saved by grace. And intimacy, the reason why we wanted to be intimate with God, it's not because we wanted to be Bida sa Panginoon. No. We wanted to be intimate with God because we wanted to know the secret things from the Lord. Because we love Him, that's why we wanted to be intimate with Him. Being intimate with God does not make God love you more. Because God loves us no matter what. God loves you no matter what. Amen? God wants to partner with us as far as giving is concerned. We have read earlier, we have read earlier that it is God who gives us the seed. In 1 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, it says, Now he who supplies seed to the sower, or seed to the farmer, or seed to the worker, and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness, thanksgiving to God. God wants to partner with us. And isn't it awesome, okay, that it is God who gives you the seed. Siya ang nagbibigay ng binhi. You will say, Brother Reggie, I don't have money. My money is just sapat-sapat lang. I am just earning from paycheck to paycheck. You know, if you wanted to give, God is going to supply the seed to you. Isn't that awesome? Ang problema sa maraming kristyano, yung seed na binigay sa kanila ng Panginoon, the seed that God gave them, kinakain nila. Atin-atin lang to ha. 
Huwag niyo na pagsasabi. Okay? Yung binhi na nakukuha nila para itanim, imbis na itanim, kinakain. We are like birds. Tuka ng tuka ng tuka. Kaya anong labas? Isang kahig, isang tuka. There was a preacher who once said, and I was really blessed, and up to now, I, I apply it to my life. If what you have in your hand is not enough for the harvest, turn it into a seed face. If what you have in your hand is not enough for the harvest, turn it into a seed face. And I have proven God several times on that. Kung ang pera mo hindi kasya doon sa gusto mong bilhin and you really wanted it, itanim mo. The problem also with a lot of Christians, tulad ko, pag nagtanim, maya't maya inuungkat. Diba? Pag nagtanim, tulad sa bahay, just last week, ano, Kumanta sa gonag tarima ko ng grass doon sa nakakalbo na naming lawn. Mayat maya pinupuntahan ko kinakalkal ko. Kaya hanggang ngayon hindi pa nabubuhay. Sometimes mabuti lang doon sa ibang churches 'yon, wala rito sa CCF ha, wala rito. In other churches, in other churches when they give, uy sa kaya dinala ng pastor yung yung tithe. Inuungkat, we calculate Okay? We calculate. And sometimes, you know, when you plant something, it takes time to grow. And oftentimes, we treat God just like an ATM machine. We need something. God, nagbigay ako ng tithes yesterday. Where's, where's the return, God? I need money. It doesn't work that way. When you plant, you water it, you diligize it, you let the sunshine shine over the the thing so that it will have the photosynthesis process. What is photosynthesis? Whatever it is. But it makes the plant grow and it makes the plant green. You put fertilizer because you wanted it to grow and bear fruit. So let's not follow other Christians from other churches when they give Tomorrow, Lord, I give. Where's the return? No, it doesn't work that way. When you plant, you plant, leave it there. In Psalms it says, cast your bread upon the water. Pag nagbigay ka, kalimutan mo na nagbigay ka. Because God is going to bless you. Amen? Again, heaven and earth shall pass away but my words will not return to me void. If you plant, you will surely harvest. If you plant, you will surely harvest. If you plant, you will surely harvest. Not unless binunot mo. That's a different story. But surely when you plant, you will harvest. Amen? You know, I will share a testimony later about planting and reaping. Now, to partner with God, there are three things 
we should understand. Who, would, who, who among you here would like to partner with God? When you partner with God, God becomes your capitalist because He provides the capital to you. He provides the seed. He is in fact our consultant because when we are communion with God, God gives us what are we going to do? Gives us instructions. God doesn't leave us alone. God tells us this is what you're going to do. So that we will have bountiful harvest. Now there are three things we should understand in partnering with God. Number one, proper investment. Who among you here are investing something? Investing something. Hindi yung nagpapa 5-6. Wala naman dito, no, no? Okay? You invest on your 401k. You invest on your insurance. Okay? You invest on your IRA. You invest on Nanay Gloria. Okay? You invest something in the Philippines. You invest a house, etc. So on and so forth. Now, the Bible says, in order for us, to get the proper blessing from God, we need to properly invest our money. And the proper investment can be found in Matthew chapter 6, 19-21. It says, Do not store treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures where in heaven, okay, where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Okay, does it mean that I will have to go to heaven to deposit my money? Or does it mean that when I die, my relatives will put the money inside my coffin so that I can invest it in heaven? Is that how it is? You know, one of the things that really broke my heart is when the educational insurance of my kids, you know, were all gone. I invested a lot in the Philippines. And, you know, with the collapse of the economy in the Philippines, nawala lahat na parang bula. Okay? What breaks my heart was one time, some time ago, sometime two years ago, somebody ransacked into our house and stole all our, all our computers and some of my camera equipment. What breaks my heart is to see when my 401k went down with the collapse of the economy. Have you guys experienced that? What breaks my heart is when I see my car being hit by another car. You know, even while parked. What breaks my heart is pag binawawala. You know, you invest things here on earth, you get risk. But when you invest to God, it is risk-free. It is risk-free. Now, Brother Red, if I invest to God, and then I wanted to buy a house, can I make utang? Does it work that way? Yes and no. I will share later. Number two, we should understand that God is the boss. When we are going to partner with God, 
we need to understand that God is the boss. You are just the manager. Okay? Again, it's different. God is the boss. He is the chairman of the board. He is the president. I am just a manager. I am managing the funds of God. I am managing the, the richness of God in my life. God is the boss. I am just a manager. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. In the King James Version, you cannot serve God and mammon. What is money? What is mammon? These are the principles of this world. What are the principles of this world? When you need money, what do you do? You save. Spend less, save more. Right? When you want prosperity, when you want to be blessed, what is the principle of this world? Work, work, work. I don't go to church. Work, work, work. Seven days a week. I forget about God. I forget about my intimacy with God. That is the principle of this world. For you to be blessed, you have to work, work, work over time. Diba? That is the principle of this world. But the principle of God. Matthew 6.33 But seek first what? The kingdom of God and His righteousness and all of these things. What does it mean by all? Lahat. Nakakaintindi ba kayo? Lahat. All of these things shall be added unto you. Okay? You cannot serve God's principle and this world's principle together. It will not mix. They're totally different. God's principle is you want to be blessed? Give. You want more money? Give. You want success and prosperity? Give. You want to be the head and not the tail? Seek first the kingdom of God. Give your talents to God. Give your time to God. You want your day to be nice? The world says, start early in the golf course. God says, I will start early with God. Amen? Amen? Are you still here? Mahal niyo pa ba ako? Okay. Third principle. It's a be worry-free or rest in God's presence. We've been talking about intimacy with God. And God wanted you to be rested. God does not want us to worry. The problem with us is, I worry a lot. Okay? Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear, 
Magpapalda ba ako? Magje-jeans ba ako? Magtatay ba ako? Or whatever. Is not life more important than food? And the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you much more valuable than they? There was, there was a time here in Costco, Costco, Feliz, Feliz something? Okay. Los Feliz. Okay. Uh, kumain ako ng pizza sa labas. Okay. Diba the, the food counter is outside? So I ate pizza. I was sitting by myself. Hindi ko kasama yung wife ko eh. Pero while eating, I'm thinking of my wife. Okay. So, maraming mga ibon. There are a lot of doves that you know, came down. They were eating a lot of food that, that are there. And you know, at that time, I was somehow parang balisa ako. Alam niyo kung anong balisa? Hindi. In English, it's balis. No, I'm restless. It's because I'm thinking of a lot of things. Okay, like what's gonna happen, etc., so on and so forth. And God allowed me to show, to see those birds, and they were eating. And God spoke to me. Look, they're eating. They're happy. Whereas you, you have your car, you have money in your wallet, you're thinking of something else. Look at the birds in the sky. They're just happy. When we are intimate with God, we will have that restedness. Amen? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Madadagdagan mo bang buhay mo if you worry? Or madadagdagan mo ba yung height mo if you worry? Ang alam ko lang, gagwapo ka ng konti. Hindi, biro lang. Okay? Hindi ka nga rin gagwapo if you worry. Lalo kang papangit eh. So God wants us to live a worry-free life. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the little of the fields grow? See how lil- the lilies of the fields grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do you not worry, saying, What shall we eat, and what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But what? But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And some of these things, is that what it says? And all of these things will be added to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Okay, the second one, plan your giving. Plan your giving. Okay, uh, 
Early this year, Pastor Danny taught us how to plan for the rest of 2012. Part of my plan is my plans on giving to God. I wanted to increase my capacity to give. And that is part of my plan. And the Bible is telling us that we need to plan our giving. How do we plan? Number one, we need to desire to give. 2 Corinthians 9.7 Each man should give what he has decided in his heart. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. As an advice, Saturday night, pray to God, Lord, how much do you want me to give? Sunday morning, write a check. And for those who do not know how to spell millions, the spelling of millions is M-I-L-L-I-O-N. Pay to CCF $2 million. Wow. Not pesos, dollars. Okay, plan. First, desire in your heart that I wanted to give. Desire. Naisin mo. Mithiin mo na gusto mo magbigay sa Panginoon. Desire in your heart. Yearn that I will give this to God. Now, this topic is very controversial. To tithe or not to tithe? To tithe or not to tithe? Kainina, nakangiti. Ngayon, biglang pumahinit. Okay. To tithe or not to tithe? You know, I have tested God. I have proven Him in my life. Ever since I became a Christian, I started to give. In fact, when I worked, when I started working, my first salary, I gave it to God. My first salary, I gave everything to God. And once in a while, the Holy Spirit would prompt me to give empty and give it to God. I do that. And you know, God is faithful. Um, when my mother got struck with cancer, she was in the Philippines. When they called me, they said that, you know, you need to go home because your mother is dying. When I looked at my wallet, I only have $100. And my Bank of America says zero. Do you know what zero is? Wala. Okay? And my credit card says, out. Hindi naman max na max, no? But, but you know, how can you pay your credit card if you're zero balance? And the Sunday before that, okay, I was tempted to eat the seed. Ano yung butong pakwan? I was tempted not to give my tithe. And I said to the devil, devil, but no, I am going to write a check and I'm going to give my tithe. Tithe is tithe. Nobody can touch my tithe. 
I remember there was a time when we were back in the Philippines, bagong kasal pa lang kami noon, ng wife ko. Hindi, hindi pala bagong kasal. A few years na kasal kami, two or three years. Wala kaming pagkain sa bahay. We don't have food. Okay? And it's time to give tithes and offerings. I said, Lord, I will hold on to your promises. I will give my tithes. And in the Philippines, you know, I have three cars, two cars. Okay, yabang. But Lord, I don't have money to buy the gas. I just take the jeep, but I'll give my tithes. And it was also a Sunday where the devil is telling me, wala kayong pangkain ng mga anak mo kain sa labas. So don't give your tithes. Just give it next time. But in obedience to God, I said, I'm going to give my tithes. And that week, I got a call from the Philippines, your mom is dying. You know, magkano kailangan when you go home to the Philippines? At least 1,500, right? Hindi pa kasama ron yung mga eventually pasalubong mo, etc. so on so forth. Lord, I don't have the money. Lord, I am a tither. I give my tithes to you. And you know what? I didn't mention that to anybody that I don't have any money. All, of course, except to my wife. Para hindi na siya humingi ng pera sa akin. Okay? I didn't mention that I don't have money. And, but I believe in God. God, I am a tither. You are going to supply all my needs. I got a call from somebody. Come over. They gave me $500. $500? Wow, may ako. But no, I have to give my tithe. Three days after I got a call, I have a project. Was able to collect a thousand dollars there. Pwede na pambili ng ticket, but no, I have to give my tithe. I said, Lord, thank you for the capacity to give. We attended the party. Inabutan ako ng pera. So lo and behold, nakumpleto pamasahe ko sa Pilipinas. Bumili na ako ng ticket. I'm so happy. I was about to leave the United States. Somebody called me. I deposited X amount of money to your account. I said, but everything's taken care of. No, so that you have something to buy for your family. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Isn't God good? That in itself is a big, big blessing from the Lord. And, you know, sometimes I question God, Lord, we've been serving you. My mother has been serving you. Why did this happen? My mother was hospitalized and there was a lot of bills to pay. You know what? We don't know where the money came from. Everything were paid. Everything were paid. You know, sometimes God allowed things to happen so that you will see His glory. Sometimes God doesn't make sense. Lord, ano ba naman? Lalo pa ata ko nababa ang problema. God allows things to happen so that you will see the glory of God. And if you are faithful in your giving, madali ang ATM. But if you are stingy to God, the blessings will also be stingy to you. Hello? Are we still here? 
Mahal niyo pa ba ako? Huwag niyo kong pagalitan, ha? Sinasabi ko lang yung sabi sa Bible, eh. Okay, so tithing. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 22, says, This stone that I have set up as a memorial pillar will mark this as a place where God lives. And everything you give to me, I'll return a tenth to you. Question, why 10%? Abamalay ko, hindi akong Diyos. In the Old Testament, they have set tithes as the 10%. Brother Reg, we're now under grace. We will talk about that later. In Malachi, chapter 3, verse 10, it says, bring, okay, if you note, the word is bring. It doesn't say send your tithes. It doesn't say give your tithes. Because the tenth belongs to God. The tenth is sacred. Okay, list tayo ng konti. Sino sa inyo nakakakilala kay Cain at kay Abel? Cain and Abel. Okay. Both of them offered their sacrifices to God. I think that's in Genesis chapter chapter 4. Okay. Both of them offered their sacrifices to God. The sacrifice of Cain what? was not accepted by God. He offered fruits and vegetables. But Cain, his offering was accepted by God. But the Bible says, Cain brought the first fruit of of what he has, and offered it to God. What is first fruit? First fruit is the best of the best. God doesn't want leftovers of your lives, more so leftovers of your wallet. You want your offering to be accepted? If you cannot give the best, itago mo na lang yan. Pang-tip mo na lang yan sa waiter. Sayang. If you wanted to please God, give the best of the best. The first fruit of what Abel has, he gave it to God. The best of the best. Okay, he gave it to God. So, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. What is the storehouse? The storehouse is the place where you are planted. If you are planted in CCF, bring your tithes to CCF. If you are planted in other churches, give your tithes to your mother church. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be Meet in my house, saith God, and I will pour out, open the windows of heaven, and pour out blessings on you. This is the only verse in the Bible where God challenges us. This is the only verse in the Bible where God is daring us to test Him, test His faithfulness. Bring all the tithes. In the Old Testament, they observe 
when Jesus came, in Luke chapter 21, we see here the story of a rich man and the poor widow. During this time, they observed the law. So what did the rich man do? He put it in the offering plate. And Jesus was sitting there. And there, wa- there was this widow. She gave all that she had. The New Testament does not prescribe 10%. But the New Testament prescribes, give your whole heart to God. Where your heart is, where, where the, your treasure is, there's your heart. God is asking no less than the complete you. God is asking no less than everything of you. So, Brother Reg, does that mean pwede na ng 5%? If your faith is 5%, so be it. Brother Reg, am I going to give net or gross? If your faith is net, then God will bless you on the net. But if your faith is gross, God will give you the gross. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? So plan to give. Plan even to progress in your giving. Eh, ako naman nung araw eh, bibigyan ko kay Lord yung pinakatangit ko pang pera, yun ang binibigay ko sa offering plate. Yung bago, yun yung tinatabi ko sa wallet ko. But as I mature in my Christian life, things change. And in the time of grace, God saved us. He gave His life to you. Hindi pumili ang Diyos ng pipichuging anghel sa langit. He did not get the best angel He has and send it to earth. No. He gave His only Son. Naintindihan niyo ba yung only Son? Nag-iisa. Naintindihan niyo ba yung nag-iisa? Only begotten Son. Naintindihan niyo ba yung only begotten Son? Man, nag-iisa lang talaga yan. Walang kakamban, walang kapatid. The God of the heavens came down to earth, gave His life for you and for me. And if we wanted to be intimate with Him, if God is telling us to give our all to Him, let's give our all to Him. It's not just 10%. Let's not be very legalistic on the 10%. Again, as I said, if your faith is 20%, praise God, God is going to bless you on the 20%. Amen? David said, I was young and now I am old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Ilan years na akong Christian? 20 years plus na akong Christian. I have never heard somebody testify na mulubi ako nakabibigay sa Panginoon. Meron ba kayong narinig, nagreklamo na siya, naghirap dahil nagbibigay siya sa Diyos? Did you hear anybody? Did you hear anybody? Oh, I was not able to pay my rent because, you know, I gave everything to God. No. They always say, I give everything to God. And God blessed me and I was able to pay my rent. God is sufficient. Amen? So to tight or not to tight, it's between you and the Lord. CCF is not like other churches. Where we lag, magkano ang sweldo mo? Okay, you should give your tithe this month. No, we are not like that. 
Because we in CCF believe that if you love the Lord, if you are intimate with God, 10% is nothing. Kaya nga hindi natin kaugalian nagpapas ng offering eh. Why? Because we wanted you to bring your offering there, your tithes there, and it is between you and your God. I got this from a church that we've been frequently attending before. The name of the church is In His Presence. And I, I felt like I'd like to share this with you. I've shared this to Pastor D and Pastor I already. This is the tithe confession. Nakikita niyo ba lahat? Okay. Can, can we read it all together? At the count of three. Three, two, one, go. As we give into this offering, we are believing the Lord for godly, supernatural ability to bring wealth into the kingdom. Teka. Did you see the wordings? To bring wealth, not in your pockets, but wealth into the kingdom. Because we operate in kingdom principles. Okay, let's continue. Jobs and better jobs. Races and bonuses. Benefits, favor with God and man. Sales and commissions. Favorable settlements. Rebates and returns. Unexpected income. Inheritances. Interest and income. Bills paid off. Bills decrease, blessings and increase, generosity, increased capacity, witty inventions and creative ideas, words of knowledge and wisdom for supernatural insights for wise investments. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all my financial needs, that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ in the earth. Hallelujah. Every time they give their tithes and offerings, Aside from praying, they confess this. I suggest, me when I give my tithes, when I start writing my checks, I start praying. Lord, is this the amount you want me to write? And when I drop my check, or when I give it to my daughter for her to drop it there, silently, I confess this one. There's power in confession. When you give your tithes, Okay, it is a seed faith that you plant. And whatever you say, heaven hears whatever we say. Heaven hears our prayers. Amen? Amen? Lastly, when we give our tithes, we should depend on the Holy Spirit for prompting and to give you specifics. Because sometimes the Holy Spirit will ask you to give more. Or sometimes the Holy Spirit will ask you to go to a sister and give money to that sister. You know, I remember sometime last year, I was riding the bus. Because if I have the opportunity to take the bus, I'd rather take the bus. So I took the bus, and there was this old lady who stepped up the, the bus. Marami siyang bitbit, marami siyang plastic na dala-dala. Okay? And then, she was trying to look for money to pay for her fare. 
So umanda na yung bus, nandun pa rin siya nakatayo, naghahanap ng pera. And the Lord spoke to me. The Lord told me to pay for her fare and to help the lady. Pero nagdingi-dingihan ako. The Lord told me, nung pagbaba niya, bumaba ka, samahan mo at ihatid mo yung babae. But I was stupid. I said, no, get the out, Satan. Yun ang ginawa ko. So ang ginawa ko, nagkikit-kitan ako, kunyari tulog. I did not obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And you know, even to this day, whenever I remember that, okay, I can still see the face of that lady. I can still see the face of that lady. Of course, I said, Lord, forgive me for disobeying you. If the Lord is prompting us to help somebody, if the Lord is prompting us to increase our capacity to pay, or to increase your tithe. I'd like to challenge you. Follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Okay. You know what? This is not in my script. But I'm just led by the Lord to share with you. Hey, guy. Let's open our Bibles to hey, guy. It's not in my thing, but as a closing... Haggai, chapter 1. Nakita nyo na? Haggai chapter 1. Everybody there? You know, a lot of things are going on in our lives. I don't know your situation right now. Okay? Some of us are, you know, really having a hard time meeting both ends meet. We're living from paycheck paycheck. Some of us, you know, probably your credit cards natin lampas-lampas na. Some of us probably don't even have a job. Hey guys, chapter 1. In the second year of Darius, king of Persia, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by means of hey guys, the prophet, etc. Let's jump to verse 2. Just a background. This is the time where the temple was ruined. Sira yung templo ng Diyos. It's ruined. Ano ibig ng ruined? It's sira. They cannot meet something like this because it's down. Verse 2 says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, These people say the time is not yet come that the Lord's house should be rebuilt. 
Verse 3, Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house of the Lord lies in ruin? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways and set your mind on what has come to you. You have sown much, but you have reaped little. You eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you do not have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages has earned them to put them in a bag with holes in it. Verse 7. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. And the Lord is speaking to all of us. That includes me. Consider our ways. Are we the same people that are being described in what we read earlier? You work and then you put the money in your pocket and there's hole in your pocket. Consider your ways. Because at that time, the temple of the Lord was ruined. And they don't want to rebuild the temple of the Lord. Instead, they wanted to live in luxurious houses. And God is telling us right now, if we are going to be intimate with Him, what's going to be our priority? What are we going to do with our talents? What are we going to do with our wealth? What are we going to do with our money? Are we going to keep it? Or plant into the kingdom of God? I am giving you a challenge, friends, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. If what you have in your hand is not enough, turn it into a seed faith. God is going to bless that faith. And that seed is going to grow. And once that seed grows, it will bear much fruit. And when it bears much fruit, it's going to be more than enough. I want all heads bowed down. I want us to talk to God. I know I've talked about, I've challenged all of you about giving. I've challenged you about our intimacy, giving as a test of our intimacy to God. It is between you and the Lord. And I know sometimes we have failed. Sometimes we became so stingy. Sometimes when we give, it became just a ritual. But the Lord is telling us right now, as we renew that intimacy, we are going to surrender not only our life to Him, but our hearts, more so our giving. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, we have heard your words. You have challenged us. Lord, I know, Lord God, that every word that was said this morning, Lord, would sink into our hearts. And Lord, we ask, dear Father, that you will help us in our giving. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Help us to love you more. Help us to love the Father more. And as we love the Father, we will also be generous in our giving. 
we ask, dear Father, that you will bless our basket. Bless the labor of our hands. And whatever our hands would touch, Father, we declare that it will be blessed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, that wherever we go, we will be channels of blessing. Wherever we go, Lord God, people will see in us the difference. Because, Lord, we are generous people. We are people who love you. We are people who are willing to give our all to you and to the kingdom. Father, we declare that our blessings will always be blessed. Our crops will be blessed. And we declare that no pest would even devour, would even touch the fruits of our labor. Lord, we thank you that there's going to be prosperity in the house. Lord, you're going to prosper us because you want us to give more into the kingdom. Hindi kami, Panginoon, magiging madamot. We will not be selfish to keep the blessings to ourselves, but the blessings, Lord God, will be used to expand your kingdom in this earth. We thank you, dear Father, and even as we give our tithes and offerings to you, we ask, dear Lord, that you will bless it. I pray, dear God, that you will touch each and every one of us here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I want us now, we'll do something different because we discuss about tithes and offering. Just for this Sunday, with, with a cheerful heart, with gladness in our heart, let's give to God. Amen? I want us to stand and bring our offerings here in front. Or if you're not ready, pwede niyong ihabol mamaya. Okay, for our group discussion, we have three questions to answer. On a scale of 1 to 5, being 1 the highest, how would you rate your giving? Okay, we've learned that, you know, for you to be a good giver, you should have that gladness, that generosity in your heart. So how would you rate that? Second, what is hindering you from giving all out in your giving? Ano ang mga balakid? Is it the cares of this world? Is it the worries? Or is it the old mindset that we have? Etc. So on and so forth. And the third one, what do you commit to do to experience God's abundance? Okay, again, the challenge is, my challenge to everyone, okay, when you give, God is going to give it back to you in full measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Amen? Okay, let's go now to our groupings.
and probably few announcements, Pastor Insong. While you're uh, going to your groupings, we'd just like to remind everyone 23. that uh, 